0: The Lord is calling us higher, and it starts with prayer. Join us week after week as ministry leaders from all over the world intercede on behalf of the singles. The singles prayer call is designed to encourage single women and men to become whole, to develop a strong relationship with Christ, to produce good fruit in their lives, to find their purpose, to work in excellence, to develop a stronger prayer life and reading the Word of God. Stay tuned for the singles prayer call. Good morning, good afternoon, good night to all those who are listening in different parts of the world. Welcome to our new episode. I am Coach Danielle Powell. I'm the founder of Singles Who Pray and Women Who Pray. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Feel free to join our private group and join a thousand members from all over the world. Um, We are now open to women, all women. It doesn't matter if you're single or not, God is shifting us in this season, so we are open and this group to women as well so special shout out to my singles who pray family a woman who pray family um we would love to have you we are a community of singles who love to pray we love to grow in in the lord we love to empower encourage each other but also have fun and laugh so that is you. Feel free to join our group. I'm a content creator for you version. Have many devotionals on that app. So thank you to all those who have connected with me from my devotionals. It's always a blessing. It's always such an encouragement when you guys connect with me and read my content. So God bless you. I'm also a Christian life coach. If you will like coaching, I'm taking a, a few new slots for this month of upcoming month of august only a few slots so if you are looking for coaching feel free to sign up now all right you can log on to daniellepal.com and sign up for a discovery call you may need um, help on your single journey you may need help with bringing an idea to life or you just need just to grow and to be better so feel free to sign up for a discovery call i would love to get to know you and coach you i'm so sorry about no um prayer live stream today i tried so many times to get on the live stream but i believe there is something going on with um this live stream provider that i use i think they're having some issues so i could not get on and i might try try again this afternoon um but it would not let me log in so i'm like okay thank god for technology so I was able to get on my podcast, and I haven't done a podcast in a really long time, so maybe God is saying, get on the podcast today. So we are here, and if you know things change, I will get on the live stream tonight or just postpone it to next Saturday. If you are celebrating a birthday, promotion, graduation, um, or have a testimony, feel free to write it in our Singles Who Pray group. We would love to celebrate you. And if you are in New York City next Sunday, feel free to join me at my church. At 9.15 a.m. We are located in Brooklyn, New York. I'm having my minister's our nation affirmation service. And I want everybody to come out. Feel free to come out and join us in um, you know this celebration. And it's going to be a great word for my pastor. She's a great preacher. So feel free to join. I'm opening up this invite to everyone. So come through. <laughs> and I'll post more on my Facebook um, page, And if you want an invite, just message me. So thank you to all those who joined us for our um, self-care devotional month. Um, I hope it was a blessing. And I just want us to just pause and just focus on, you know, being less stressed, um, getting rest, and also finding peace in our busy lives. I'm going to post one more devotional Monday as we close out. And I'll keep you guys posted for what we're, we will do for August. Okay, so... Um, that's enough of the announcements. I hope everyone is having a great Saturday. And you guys are just, you know, staying cool. It's very hot um, in New York City. I'm pretty sure it's hot all over. So we're having a heat wave. So stay um, hydrated. Stay cool. Don't stay outside too long. Be safe. So let us pray really quick. Father God, in my name of Jesus, we thank you for um, the word that you're going to give today, God. We thank you for those who are listening. You know them name by name and one by one. Ask God, that you will this message will strengthen someone, this will uplift someone, and also bring someone to the knowledge of Christ. May they hear this message today and want to know what they have to do to give their lives to Christ. And Lord, saturate this um, broadcast with your power and your presence. In Jesus' name, I pray, Amen. So, today's topic, I was not going to use this topic, I had a whole nother um, message, but God last night just changed my whole message like at 12 a.m in the morning but I love how God just you know changes things because he knows someone needs to hear this message so this message for today is called breaking out of barrenness let me say that one more time breaking out of barrenness so go with me to first Samuel 1 and 2 he had two wives one was called Hannah and the other was Panaya Panaya had children but Hannah had none so what is barrenness? Barrenness refers to the state of being unable to produce offspring or fruit. And being barren in the biblical times was often frowned upon. It was a source of great shame and distress because women were supposed to conceive back there back then. And even now today, you know, it's not as um, shameful but as women we want to some of us we want to have kids or we want when you get married you want to start a family and you know going through series of miscarriages or just being unable to give birth is such a hard experience and I'm praying for anyone who's maybe experienced that maybe you're married and you're experiencing some barrenness I'm praying that God's will touch your womb and so that you can conceive at his timing and we'll talk more about timing later on in the word today but god just gave me this word breaking out of barrenness and it's probably not um more for people who are looking to conceive it may be something else as far as birthing something and we're going to talk about that um shortly so go with me this first samuel one five through eight but hannah gave But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her. But the Lord had closed her womb. Because the Lord has closed Hannah's womb, her rivalry kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rivalry provoked her till she wept and she would not eat. Her husband, Alkanai, I hope I said that right, would say to her, Hannah, Why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than 10 sons? Hallelujah. So, you know, the first verse, it just shows how deeply um, her husband loved, how deeply Akonai loved her, loved Hannah. And she got a double portion, but then the Lord closed her womb, making her unable to conceive a child. And her not being able to conceive a child, it brought a lot of distress and sorrow upon Hannah. And you know, like we said earlier, biblical times, barren children was very highly valued in that culture. And I look at verse six, it shows that Hannah had a rivalry who was Panaya. She had children and she took this time to take advantage of Hannah's sorrow and her barrenness to taunt her. And I'm pretty sure she was teasing her, like, look at me. You know, I'm pregnant, and look at you struggling. I'm pretty sure she was trying to, you know, intimidate Hannah. And a lot of things that Panaya was doing towards Hannah was very mean. And it clearly shows that Panaya has some jealousy towards Hannah. And just like some people, they are jealous of you where you are. You are just trying to, you know, get through a hard season. You are just waiting for your miracle to come. You're just trying to like, just stay faithful to God. But there are people who have, who have more than you. They are more successful. They have more money. They have more status, but they are jealous of you. Isn't that so odd? And, you know, Hannah would try to give her petty comments and just have so negative energy towards Hannah. And I believe that Panaya had some insecurities. It didn't matter. She had everything that she wanted. And she was very competitive because Alkanai clearly loved Hannah. But what I love about Hannah, she remained classy. She could have acted out. She could have, you know, been petty towards Panaya, but she decided to take the higher route and just remain um, in posture of prayer. She She was chilling. She was like, you know what? I'm not going to react. And in verse seven, um, you know, Hannah, she was going to the house of worship. She was going to prayer and Panaya was still taunting her, making Hannah so um, discouraged that she didn't even want to eat. You know, you are so um, just like so upset and so like devastated that that it comes to where you're not even eating that's it's not even important to you because you're so drained about what's going on and can you imagine like you're in you're going to god you're praying and you're going to church you're doing everything just to stay close to god and then the enemy shows up while you're praying while you're worshiping while you're trying to stay committed to god and the enemy is just you know teasing you the enemy is probably saying things like look at you you're praying, but your prayers are not being hear- heard. You're fasting, but God is not moving. And I feel like that with Pan- Panaya teasing her and irritating her is just a great representation of how the enemy taunts us when we're trying to pray and we're trying to stay faithful to God in our season of adversity. But I'm here to tell you, pray, continue to pray. Don't give up on God, continue to pray, continue to reach out to God, even in the midst of the enemy pushing you, pushing your back against the wall. You have to have that resilience of Hannah and pray even when people are in your ear, even when people are teasing you, even when the enemy just not just doesn't want to give you a break. Because like she was literally in the house of the Lord and she was like bothering her. So Story time really quickly. You guys always don't have a story time. So I saw a movie the other day. Shout out to my sister T. She always gives very good recommendations. And this is a Christian movie. And um, in the movie, there was a, a Christian married couple. You can tell they had a great marriage. But the wife was having trouble giving birth. She had a lot of miscarriages. And she knew that her hubby wanted kids. And um, she... Wanted to, she got pregnant again and she wanted to hide it from her family and friends because of her multiple miscarriages. She was like, you know what? Let's just wait until we get past a certain month to tell our family and friends. But the hubby, he was so excited, he couldn't keep it to himself. So he told the family, and she ended up losing the baby again. And um, she was so devastated. And she decided that she wanted to divorce her hubby because she felt like she couldn't give him a child. And she knew that was a desire that he had. And she didn't want her husband to resent her because she couldn't give him a baby. But the husband, he was trying to reassure her, like, listen, I love you. And it doesn't matter if you can not give me a, a child. I love you. I want you. And that was so special. And that was just so amazing. Um, that he still was like, you know, I love you. I don't care about, you know, we can't have kids right now. And I really believe the husband was, he still had faith that God was going to open her womb and allow her to have a baby. But the wife was so like stuck on her decision. Like, listen, we're getting divorced. I can't live in, um, the fear of knowing that you will resent me. And the parents got involved because the parents were pastor. They were trying to counsel them, but she was just like, she didn't hear it. She didn't want to hear it. She's like, you know what? I am divorcing him. So there are so many women in the Bible who are barren but end up conceiving. We have Sarah. We have Rebecca. We have Rachel and Elizabeth. And also we have Hannah. And I need you to write down, I'm about to birth something. Many of you may not be experience barrenness in the physical. You may not be trying to have a kid right now. But maybe you're experiencing some barrenness in your spiritual walk. You feel spiritual empty, like you are lacking the emotional connection with Christ. Um, reading your Bible seems like a chore. It's the, the, the word of God is not sticking. Some of us got to be real. Sometimes we have some spiritual dryness in our lives. I know we try to paint a picture of, you know, Christian walk is so amazing and we never go through any seasons of spiritual dryness, but sometimes we do. But what do you do, Right. Some of you have been doubting God. You've been feeling stagnant in your walk with the Lord, or maybe you're experiencing some unfulfilled desires. Some things have not happened for you yet, so you feel barren. Some of you feel barren in your singleness. You're like, you know, there's no good options, or there, the uh, promise of marriage has not come yet, and you know, back to it again, you feel like there are no options, or the date scene is 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 real out here. Um, but maybe you are um, experiencing some barrenness of birthing a new vision. God has given you the vision, but it just not has come to pass. It's not coming together. Or maybe the uh, birthing dreams. You have dreams. You have goals. And you're still waiting for them to come to pass. Or maybe you're just lacking growth again. Back to spiritual, your spiritual walk. You're lack, lacking some growth. But even in a season of drought. You have to believe that you are going to birth something at the right time. I need you to write that down as a journal prompt for you this week. As you journal, um, you know guys, I'm always telling you guys to journal as you go through the week. Journal that, write down that you, I believe that I'm going to birth something at the right time. I will birth something at the right time. So let's look at some lessons we can learn from Hannah one thing about Hannah, I love that she stayed prayed up. Like she continued to pray despite of everything that she is going through. Come on, singles who pray. Come on, women who pray. We have to stay in the posture of prayer. Even when we don't feel like praying, get a prayer partner. That's one thing I learned on this journey because yes, God has put, you know, the mantle of prayer on me, but there are times where I don't know what to say I don't know how to pray so then I call my intercessors I call the people that I know I don't just call random people to pray for me I call people who I know is going to pray for me for real they're going to pray and we all need people that are going to drop everything and pray for us because we may be that intercessor that prays for everyone else but what about the people who you can pull on in that season when you need prayer but in that season when you just like I'm so drained, I can't even pray. Like, you need to pull on people, stay prayed up. Hallelujah. So go with me to first Thess- Thessalonians 5 16 6, 5 16 through 18. Excuse me. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstance, for this is the will of Christ Jesus for you. And again, I love how. Hannah understood the power of prayer. She stayed prayed up. Despite her barrenness, despite the taunting from Panaya. Hannah turned to God in prayer. She was pouring her heart to God. She stayed at the foot of Jesus. I believe that Hannah had a travail. They ain't say that, but I believe she had a travail in her spirit. Crying out to God. And sometimes the enemy fights harder when we cry out to God because we're sincere, we're praying to God, we're staying in the posture of prayer. And some of us need to get back to the basics. I remember seeing the woman of the church travail before God. And travailing does not make you weak. It's just us surrendering it all to God, crying out to God because God hears our prayer Some of you need to get in this weekend as you pray, travail to God. Cry out to God. Some of us are being so prideful and we got to stop being prideful and just cry out to God like, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know which way to go. I don't know what to do in this situation. So, Lord, I cry out to you. Hear my cry because the Lord will hear your cry. God is calling out the the travail in this season women who travail hallelujah and one thing hannah was persistent and sincere about her prayers she was real she was like god i'm so sick of panaya she need to leave me alone (laughs) and i know she was going hard in prayer just telling god like listen this is a lot like i need i need you to do something so i hope someone that just this week, you don't even have to travel. I mean, it's good to travel in the church, but if you need to travel in your bedroom, travel in your living room, travel in your kitchen, and just cry out to the Lord this week. I believe my pastor said that. Not sure if it was last week or just one week. I remember her saying that, and we got to get back to that, going before God with a real sincere heart. Hallelujah! And I need you to to write down right now in your journal. Um, prompts. I'm going to stay prayed up. I am going to stay prayed up. Another thing, lesson that we can learn. What we learned from Hannah is she had a spirit of steadfastness. Go with me to first Corinthians 15 and 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay form, firm, stand firm, excuse me. Let nothing move. You always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is, is not in vain. Even though Hannah went through so much, she remained steadfast in the midst of her distress, in the midst of her sorrow, in the midst of her uncertainty. She wasn't sure if, you know, the promise of giving birth was going to happen, but she still stands steadfast. And she was not moving from what, she was not moved by everything that she was going through. Yes, she probably had some days she cries. Yes, she had some days where she just was, you know, she didn't want to eat. But she did not allow that to move her. She did not lose hope in God. She did not lose, in, lose her faith in God. She believed of the goodness of God. And I believe her trust in God moved God. She remains steadfast in the season in her season of adversity. So I need you to write down another journal prompt. I will remain steadfast in my season of adversity. I will remain steadfast in my season of adversity. Hallelujah. The last lesson was Hannah trust God's timing. Hallelujah. So let's go back to the movie. I didn't tell you how it ended. <laughs> Ooh, this was such a good movie. I'm going to find the name. And I'm going to post it um, later. But it was so good. So in the movie, the wife, she was doing everything she can still trying to divorce her husband, you know, to have multiple meetings, trying to see if they could work it out. But she couldn't bear children. So she was just like, you know, I'm going to divorce. So the husband, he was crying. You know, he was so upset. But he's like, you know what? It's going to give her what she wants. Because if it's meant to be, it's gonna. He really was like on some, like, if it's meant to be, we will be together. So he told her that let's just go on our last vacation as a married couple and I would give you the divorce. So they decided to go on this cruise that, you know, they were gifted um, from their parents. Um, So they end up arguing the whole time not talking to each other on the cruise like I'm thinking like they are going to rekindle, rekindle their fire but no they were arguing it was just a really bad trip so they end up getting divorced and months later <laughs> she found out that she was pregnant by her husband and now she got two things in the mail she got um, uh, I guess a sonogram from the doctor and then she got the divorce papers as the divorce being final but she ended up finding out that she got pregnant by her husband and they end up remarrying and having a son because they really loved each other she just could not bear the resentment that she thought because she kind of assumed that her husband would resent her if she couldn't bear children but he loved her more than anything. And I believe the husband, there were so many times in the movie that he was just reassuring her, just trust God. Like, it's going to happen in God's timing. And I remember him kept saying that. Like, it's going to happen. Just just trust God. But the wife, her faith was depleted because of the multiple miscarriages. And that just speaks volumes to someone. You know, you may feel like you're in a season of barrenness. You may feel like, you know, things are not, you're not birthing anything right now. But God is going to allow you to birth something. In God's timing, He's gonna allow you to birth something in God's timing. So go with me to first Samuel 1 and 20. So, of course, of so in the course of time, Hannah became pregnant and she gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, Because I asked the Lord for him. Hallelujah. And Hannah, trust in God's timing, in God's plan. Some of us today, we need to submit. Our timing to the Lord's timing because God knows the timing, God knows when some things need to come forth, God knows everything. So, we can only just let that settle in our spirit today. Lord, I give your my time, the timing to you, Lord. I submit to your plan and your timing. Some of us need to do that today. We've been trying to do everything on our own, we've been trying to let to make things happen in the wrong season, and God is saying, No, submit to. My timing. I heard your prayers. I heard your cry, but it's not going to happen until it's time. That's that has to click with someone in their head today. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen, but it's not going to happen until it's God's timing. So God is just saying, like, I heard your prayers, but I'm going to give you what you need in the proper timing. Hallelujah! And I just love this whole story about Hannah. It just gave me such a new eyes to look at. This, just about barrenness because someone out there you may have been feeling like you're just in a dry season it's just dry right and but God is giving you new life on today. You will birth give birth to your dreams. Your spiritual dryness is becoming refreshed on today. Someone is being refreshed. Your your prayer life is being refreshed. Your reading the word, your um devotional time is being refreshed because God's love for us never runs dry. So God is not gonna allow you to be dry <laughs> on your walk with him. God is not gonna allow you to be stagnant on your walk with him. God is giving you living water on today, so God is nourishing your life on today, so I pray that the story of Hannah gives you some new strength on today, it empowers your faith, and it helps you to stay in that posture of prayer, even when the enemy is hitting you, like, sometimes, like, you really literally sometimes feel the enemy hitting you in the back, like not letting you, not leaving you alone, but I just want you guys to look at how Hannah went through a season of being taunted, a season of being teased, a season of just everything seems like is not coming together, but she stayed prayed up and that is how God is going to transform your life. So I really pray that this message was a blessing to someone. May someone look at this Hannah story as with new eyes. Um, get in the posture of prayer. Remain steadfast. Have a spirit of resilience. No matter what comes your way, you will remain resilient. You remain steadfast, and you are going to trust. In God's timing. I may have to do a part two. I may like speak about this again on the live next week. So we can go more in depth. But I pray that someone um, will um, be uplifted on today. And remember that God is refreshing you. God, is, you're going to birth some things in the right season. And your spiritual life is being refreshed. And I don't know anyone who's listening. You may don't know the Lord, and maybe you heard something today, and you feel like um, your life has been dry without Christ, and you want to come into the knowledge of Christ on today, and you're like, I need God to come into my life to refresh me and make me whole again, because God is going to make you new. If that is you, um, I want you to um, repeat after me, you will like to give your life today to Christ today. Um, God is going to give you new life today. God is giving you new life Repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please cleanse me from my sins and create a new and clean heart in me. I believe that you love me. I believe in my heart who you are. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe um, that you were coming to my heart as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take complete control of my life. Help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me and answering my Prayers, we welcome you to the family of Christ. If that is you, feel free to reach out to me we will I will love to pray for you, connect you with a church home, and also um you know and join our single suit pray group so you can have a community of believers where you can be strengthened, and also find a church home, I can definitely give you some recommendations. So I'm just going to do a short prayer for everyone that's listening. Father God, in my, in my name of Jesus, I thank you for all those who are listening on today. You know them name by name. You know them one by one. Continue to uplift them. Continue to strengthen them on today. Continue to show your hand on their life today. God, Lord, we thank you for you refreshing Our spiritual life on today, God. We thank you for us coming out of season of barrenness, God. We thank you for those who are going to birth new dreams, oh God. We thank you for those who are going to birth new ideas, new visions that are coming to pass, God. We thank you for those who are going to birth in the physical, that are going to give birth to babies, God. We thank you for those who um, are going to give birth to babies, God. We thank you for those who are giving birth to a new life, God. We thank you for how you are doing a new thing in this season, God. We thank you for how you're going to show yourself strong in the lives of your people, God. We praise you in advance for what you're about to do. We praise you in advance for us um, drawing closer to you, for us staying in the posture of prayer. We thank you for us staying in our devotional time, getting to know you like never before, God. Today, we claim freedom. We claim new life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. Feel free to join our Singles to Pray group on Facebook and I will speak to you guys soon. God bless.